It's Thursday, January 6, 2022. Germany is saying goodbye to nuclear power. Germany shuts down half of its last remaining nuclear power plants. Trump's EPA chief and coal lobbyist tapped for Virginia's top environmental post. Oi. Plus, this is the first passenger ferry in the world powered entirely by hydrogen fuel cells. San Francisco gets the world's first clean hydrogen ferry. Not one joke about San Francisco and ferries straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Maybe we could afford to give glasses to senior citizens if we weren't raping the economy uh, with these arbitrary climate mandates. New Year, same bullshit from Fox News. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, some very good news out of Germany. Let's start there today. Well, it depends on who you ask. Germany has shut down three of its last six nuclear power plants, with the rest set to close by the end of this year. It's part of a long-planned phase-out of nuclear power in Germany, which accelerated after the 2011 Fukushima nuclear disaster in Japan. The closures are controversial, as Europe is currently experiencing an energy supply crunch. Some climate scientists urged Germany to close fossil fuel plants first before zero emissions nuclear plants because the country's polluting coal and natural gas plants are still operating. Here's German university professor Simon Friedrich on Al Jazeera. Germany should definitely not close its nuclear plants because nuclear energy is such an environmentally benign energy source that can help nuclear that can help Germany so much with decarbonization in the future with providing a stable source of energy. Nuclear energy is a benign energy source? He's talking about decarbonization and cutting Germany's emissions, which, you know, existing nuclear plants are emissions-free. However, the radioactive waste from Germany's nuclear plants will remain in storage for decades because there is still no permanent disposal site anywhere in the world. And Germany has some pretty strict rules on that. The German law we are required to uh, identify a location for a nuclear depository that is expected to be safe for one million years. Well, that should be easy. In California, state investigators have concluded that power lines owned by utility giant PG&E were responsible for igniting last year's massive Dixie Fire, the second largest wildfire in state history. The Dixie Fire is one of several destructive and deadly fires ignited by PG&E's equipment in recent years. Late last year, PG&E said it will begin burying some power lines over the next decade. Take your time. In Virginia, the state's new Republican governor-elect Glenn Youngkin has appointed Donald Trump's former EPA administrator, the coal lobbyist Andrew Mm. Wheeler, to head the state's Department of Natural Resources. Mm. During the Trump administration, Wheeler dismantled Obama-era climate and environmental rules and rolled back pollution standards for clean air, clean water, power plants, cars, and more. Hey, people, have we mentioned lately that elections matter? But some good news for Virginia. Construction of six new solar plants will begin soon on former coal mining land that is being repurposed to generate renewable energy. The solar plants are among the first such projects in the United States to move forward in the coal fields of the central Appalachian Mountains. At least until Governor Youngkin and Andrew Wheeler cancel them. 
More good news. The world's first zero emissions ferry is about to go into service in San Francisco Bay. It replaces dirty, polluting diesel fuel with hydrogen that emits only water vapor. But there is a catch. Hydrogen is a promising replacement for some fossil fuel applications, but only if it is sourced from renewable energy rather than natural gas. And Environmental Defense Fund Director Amanda Leland told CBS News that avoiding leaks at all stages of hydrogen production and use is crucial. There's a lot of hope and promise around it, but in order for it to really move forward, in order for the climate to be protected, we need to understand what the the leak potential really is. And finally, this week, Toyota, the world's biggest car maker, says it will pour $35 billion into its shift to electric vehicles to directly challenge Tesla's EV industry dominance. On Wednesday, Chevrolet unveiled the all-new, all-electric version of its popular Silverado pickup with a battery range of about 400 miles. 400 miles? Yeah, and wow. it's it's intended to compete directly with Ford Motor Company's all-electric Ford F-150 Lightning. Nice. And Ford announced that it is doubling its production of the Lightning again due to high demand. Wow. I'm calling it 2022, the year of the electric vehicle. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple, Google, or Amazon Podcasts. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. I want to hear you call my own nickname and ride until we run out of love. I want to take a ride with you tonight, oh baby, in the pickup truck.